If you're new here, welcome, welcome. If not, welcome back to another episode and thank you so, so much for the support. Um, I want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as Wife Mom Hustle. If you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to Legacy Builder, please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one. So now that we've got that out of the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to The Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legacy.co. That is Legacy, L-E-G-A-S-H-E.co, C-O. Enjoy. Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right, then let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back. My name is Lori Richardson. And today it is me. I'm just doing a solo, no guest host. I will be your guest host for today. (laughs) But I wanted to take it back to some business basics and go over some steps that you will need to do in order to lay down a solid foundation in your business. Um, Thus far, we've talked to other guests who've been on the show who have had or who have businesses and have been in the game for quite some time with those businesses. But I wanted to, again, take it back to the basics so that way you will be able to set up a strong foundation and a solid foundation in your business um, if you are just getting started. Okay, so a couple of steps to go over today make it as quick as I can, um, and also give you some references that you can um, go to and to follow in order to get started like today, all right? So the first step would be to mentally prepare for this journey. Keyword there is journey. This is not a sprint. Having a business is not a sprint. It is a marathon. No matter how many people you see on these ads that pop up on our phones, that pop up while we're on YouTube, that preach, you know, the get rich quick schemes and, um, you know, show off their thousands and millions of dollars. No, 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 no. It's not that. Trust and believe. It is a journey. And anyone who has been in the game long enough, um, i.e. some of the people who are on the famous show that, you know, comes on a certain station on Friday evenings and they uh, watch hundreds of entrepreneurs entrepreneurs come through and pitch their products, you know, which I'm talking about, um, they will tell you and their stories. If you go do research on their stories, that. It took a long time to get to where they are, but they kept going and that's what matters. So again, 
you need to mentally prepare for this. Get some books to read. Get some uh, self-help books to read. Get some affirmations and write them down. Get a journal. Uh, start following people on Facebook and join some Facebook groups of other like-minded individuals that will help you stay encouraged. Get a small circle of people uh, that you know and you trust, um, that you can vent to and that you can go to for um, you know, when you have tough times and when you have great times as well and, or get a mentor, but either way you need to mentally prepare for this journey. And the next thing that you should do in order to set up a strong foundation is to create a business plan. Um, your business plan doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be hundred pages, 300 pages. It just needs to have a couple of key things in it to start. And then of course you can go back and build upon it. Uh, some of the things that you need to include in there would be like your mission statement, your vision statement, uh, of course your business name. And we'll touch on that in another point as well. Um, also it needs to have uh, a marketing plan and uh, some financial plans in place. So um, you can do some research on what type of things to include in a business plan. However, you do not need to rack your brain over this or on this. You just need to have some type of plan in place. Plans change, but you just need to have something to start with. Okay. And next would be to figure out your funds. Figure out how much money you are going to set aside for this new project, this new business, this new venture that you are taking. You will need to make sure that you have funds set aside for your website, funds set aside for your products, funds set aside for any help you may need along the way, your email address, a phone if you're getting a phone, um, a regular address, a mailing address if you will be getting that, which I'll also touch on in another step. But just make sure you do the research on what it is that you will need for your business and start setting aside those funds in order to be able to achieve this. You don't want to go broke before you even launch your business. So just make sure you do the research and spend the time to do that. And if you need to take time to go ahead and to gather those funds, whether it take, you know, a couple weeks, a couple months, then do that. But just make sure that you do take this step because you don't want to be, again, out of business before you even start your business. Okay. Another step or the next step that you can do to build a strong foundation in your business of course, is choosing your business name. So choosing your business name is an equivalent to picking out a piece of real estate. If you go and you do some research um, on your domain name or your business name, you will see that there can be varying prices in a business name depending on how popular the name is and or how popular the words that make up your business name are. So do your research on this. Make sure that you, um, you know, 
Think of things that are relevant to you. Think of things that are relevant to your market. Think of things that are relevant to your product, but just come up with a good business name that is in related to your company that you're starting. Now, again, you can start with an overall company name and then scale it down to um, a different business name. For example, if you are going to be building websites, um, your building websites and then selling to selling them to other people, your company name, of course, will be the umbrella or the, the trunk of the tree. And then you will have um, your domain names under that. So that's a little bit more advanced, but that's just to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about. So after you pick your business name, then you're going to make sure you register it with a domain company. Uh, one of the companies that I recommend is GoDaddy. Uh, GoDaddy is the daddy <laughs> of business business domain registrars companies. Um, they I like them because of the fact that they do run a lot of um, sales and sometimes you can grab domain names for as low as 99 cents. And you can grab domain names for um, upwards of like $14 if they're not super popular or if they're not already taken. If they are taken, you um, can run into, you know, paying a couple of hundred dollars all the way up to a couple of thousand dollars. Um, and some I've even seen for five figures. So again, in your research, just make sure that you find the domain name that works best for your business name. After that, you want to set up and register your business structure with your local state corporation commission. This is where you become legal. <laughs> so when you do that, they will be able to let you know if the name that you have chosen is available in your state. But you also may want to take it a step further and you may want to go ahead and um, do some research and make sure that that name is not already trademarked. Because if that name is trademarked, then you will kind of have to go back to the drawing board. And or you may not be able to perform outside of your state. So go do the research on that. Again, just make sure that the name isn't already trademarked. And... It's available through your state corporation commission. If you do not know, because all of the different states, all 50 states, the 50 states have different structures and different ways to set up. So if you don't know what the name of your corporation or where you need to register your business in your state is, then you can go on the sba.gov website. And that's the Small Business Association, sba.gov. And you can go and research on there and check on there and they will be able to point you into the right direction of where you need to register your business on a state level. Out of all of the structures, the main structure that I recommend is setting up an LLC. And an LLC, which means Limited Liability Corporation, is pretty much one of the most recommended structure amongst small business owners who are just starting out and they are recommended because one they're easy to set up 
two there is a little bit more security in the business meaning that the business if something happens god forbid um to your business and you get into some legal troubles and you end up having to pay out for these legal troubles they will only go after your business funds they will not be able to go after your personal funds another pro of having an llc is that you are taxed differently um, based on how you set up your LLC because there's different ways that you can also set up your LLC. Um, if you want more information on that, check out the SBA website or you can reach out to an accounting or tax professional and they could, and or a lawyer, and they can help explain the different types of ways that you can set up your LLC structure based on the tax and based on what works best for you. And then after you register your business on a state level, then you will go and you will register your your business on a federal level. This will be done through the IRS and you will need to apply for an EIN, which is pretty much like your social security number for your business. And once you do that, you will be official. <laughs> So let's go back and let's go through what we've talked about thus far. So first we talked about mentally preparing for your journey. Second, we talked about creating a business plan. Third, we said figure out your business funds or your funds for your business. Fourth, we said choosing your business name. Fifth was register your domain name. And sixth was register your business structure with your local government and also with the federal government. Okay, so moving along, once you've done that, these are additional bonus items that need to be done to set up your foundation. So you will want to get a business bank account. Uh, you cannot open up your business bank account unless you have your paperwork stating that you are official with the government. So when you go and register your business account for your business account, make sure you have your um, full registration and your pretty much your certificate stating that you are a registered business. You can do some research and you can look on, again, Google um, and find some local institutions that have small business account representatives that can assist you with opening this um one of the places that you can kind of do like a compare and contrast um, when you're doing your research is nerd wallet uh, they will be able to um or they actually have a list of uh, banks that offer products to small businesses and you can do like a side-by-side -side comparison and see what works best for you some people um, that I know and I've worked with prefer credit unions because credit unions are more friendlier to small businesses and those who are just starting out, um, there's less fees and they're more likely to work with you if you're needing to get some funding in the future for your business uh, versus some of the larger corporations who pretty much kind of treat you like a number. So again, do your research and see what it is that works best for you and get that set up. Um, and then 
when you're setting up your bank account, you can do this before getting your bank account or after, uh, but I would recommend getting a business address. And the reason I recommend this is because um, if you are starting a business that you will get a lot of mail, i.e., um, you know, products and retail or you know, your makeup products or, you know, your t-shirts or whatever, you will, of course, need somewhere to send all of that. So if you don't mind having your personal address out there for the world to see when you register your business, um, you can do that. <laughs> or you can go and actually get an address um, that your business will be attached to. Um, two of the ways to get go about getting an address would be either to one, go to the U.S. Postal Service, your local U.S. Postal Service office and getting a P.O. box or getting a UPS P.O. box or UBS box. Excuse me, it's not a P.O. box. So I recommend getting a UPS box and here's why, uh, because when you go and get a UPS box, although it looks like the mailboxes at the local um, US Postal Service station, they give you an actual physical address, not a PO box. And when you're going to um, have items that are going to be shipped to you, especially if you're going into the wholesale and you're going um, the wholesale market and you're going to be ordering items wholesale, most of the businesses will not send it to a P.O. box. They want a physical address. So UPS right off the bat will give you a physical address. And if you have a lot of things being shipped to you and a lot of things, um, large quantities that are being, that'll be coming in and you need somewhere to kind of temporarily hold them for you. So you're not asking your neighbor or <laughs> asking some random person to watch out and make sure that boxes don't get taken away from in front of your house. They will actually hold the boxes for you free of charge because you were paying for one of the boxes there. So that's one of my recommendations. Following that, it's time to get into the fun stuff, which is setting up and creating your website. There are three different platforms that I recommend if you are going to be doing this yourself versus hiring a professional in the beginning. The first one is Squarespace. I recommend Squarespace for those of you who may be setting up a business that is more on the creative side, um, meaning that you are blogging, you are um, in the music or in the music have a music background, um, and or maybe setting up a podcast, um, I would definitely recommend Squarespace. Um, you can definitely use Squarespace with e-commerce. However, I would say if you do use it for e-commerce purposes and you will be having large quantities of items, then I would recommend Shopify versus Squarespace. So that brings me to the second one I recommend, would, would be, which would be Shopify. Shopify is um, more so for those who are in the e-commerce space and those who will be setting up businesses that have a lot of different products. And I say that if you use Shopify, um, you should use Shopify if you have a lot of products because their interface makes it very easy and much easier to import 
products. And if you are going to be having a business that has the drop shipping model, they definitely have the pretty much number one app for drop shipping, which is Oberlow. And it's also easily, you can easily attach it to AliExpress. So that is one of the reasons why I recommend Shopify. Um, I also recommend it for its marketing and that you can pretty much use their apps to have a whole marketing team um, set up um, for you that will run your marketing ads and run your, um, your campaigns that you create for you while you're asleep. So you'll be making money while you sleep. Um, the third one that I recommend um, if you're going to be doing this yourself is WordPress. And I recommend WordPress because it um, is very easy to set up. And I say this after you learn how to code. So once you get, you know, learning how to kind of code and um, build templates, um, not necessarily from scratch because you can also find some templates, some starter ones to help you. Um, but you will have to do some tweaking, more tweaking on the back end versus Shopify and Squarespace, which are more of like the plug and play. Um, but if you go and take the time to learn WordPress and you learn the coding and kind of what you need to do in order to um, customize your website, then you can create a beautiful website uh, that is really easy, uh, search engine SEO, a search engine optimized, and um, you can also attach different apps to it so that way it'll run the way that you want it to run. Um, I would say that with WordPress, you will probably be able to find a lot of different apps that you will not be able to find with Squarespace and with um, Shopify because WordPress has been around a lot longer. However, it will get pricey um, the more you customize a WordPress site and the security on WordPress at times is not as strong as the Shopify and the Squarespace um, platforms, you will have to make sure that you update your security on your own on a regular basis versus with Shopify and Squarespace, that's something that automatically is done with their team. So just a few pointers on that in setting up your website. The last point that I will make in this episode is that you want to make sure that you set up your social media handles. So grabbing your social media handles on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, Snapchat, whatever social media platforms that you think you will be using in your business, go ahead and grab all of those handles as soon as possible. And you want to do this as soon as possible because you don't want the next person that may have the same idea as you to come behind you and grab them. Um, if, if they do, which I ran into that one setting up Wife Mom Hustle, um, is that you can get creative with your handles um, and still kind of align with your brand. Uh, for example, someone already had the Facebook page and the Twitter to Wife Mom Hustle. How I, so I had to go in and get creative and I named it Wife Mom Hustle 1. Um, you can do it that way and or some of them you can do, you can add a dash in between the name 
um, and or you can do an underscore. So again, either way, you wanna make sure that you grab those as soon as possible because again, you don't want someone to come behind you that may have the same great idea as you and take that away from you and you will not be able, you will pretty much lose out on some business because of the fact that there will be some confusion there amongst customers. To get additional things that you can do to set up a strong foundation in your business, you can grab our step-by-step -step business checklist, which is located on our website. And you can find the checklist there that has all of the points that we talked about here and additional things that you can do to make sure that you set up a strong foundation for your business. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.